Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the Internet. Today is Thursday, the 14th of April. And as you guys can see, I am joined today by my friend, author and actress and uh, activist extraordinaire, Sam Sorbo. And we are going to talk about the state of education in America. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Right, you guys, so I'm glad that you've joined me on this Thursday. Lots of things happening in the news. If you want to find out where I'm going to be, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Got a lot of things happening here in Congressional District 3 as I run for Congress. But I'm going to take a break from all of those things today because I have a treasured friend with me in the studio. Sam Sorbo and I were connected several years ago out on the speaking circuit. This woman is straight fire. And so, of course... Uh, I was immediately intrigued and just uh, love to watch her passion, particularly as it relates to education. And I'm thrilled today because she came here for a special event and she's here at the Homeschool Resource Center. I'm here and I can't stop grinning. I'm just so (laughs) thrilled to be here. I feel like... Like, because we can see ourselves in the in the camera, basically. And I'm going, oh, would you wipe that silly grin off your face? And I can't do it. I'm just so happy to be here with you. Well, it's thrilling for me just to have Sam here. And I have been a fan of yours for a long time. I love that you are outspoken. One of the few, actually, families that have come out of Hollywood in the entertainment industry. And you guys have been, you're not woke. There's Will Smith. I mean, he's a family man. He's doing great. (laughs) Will's doing great. Keep it up, Will. Keep it up. <laughs> oh, that was a low blow. Yes, it was, but we'll apologize later. All mm. right. So if you had an opportunity to just uh, get any message out right now, I mean, I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. If you're you're talking to the culture, yeah. right? A culture really is in crisis yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, in a hundred different ways. We're, yeah. we're, we're burning the candle as a country yeah. in all the wrong places. And we're burning are, as a country. We are burning as a country. And the linchpin is what? Education. Yeah. It's all about education. Yeah. And and what's sad about it is we've all been educated. And so we only know what they taught us to know. Yeah. And we think that we know what we need to know. But we don't. We only know what they taught us to think we need to know. And so it's it's a very, very difficult message that I bring. It's it's a very difficult. It's a crowd shrinker. Why did I pick this one? You know how <laughs> Rob McCoy loves to say he likes to preach his congregation down to a manageable size because he talks about politics. Yeah. How can you be a preacher and not talk about politics? And how can I be a woman with children and not try to save other people's children? And that's mm-hmm. all that's all I'm trying to do. And. And I do it by saving the parents first. Not that not that I'm saving people, but I'm I'm waking people up so that they can save themselves mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we talk about education, but really what's wrong with education? What's wrong with education is the entire paradigm of education. Yeah. And so I, I was on the phone this morning with a dear friend who hasn't quite figured it out. He hasn't quite bought in. And he said, well, you know, I work full time, Sam, so I don't know how I can teach my child. Well, we hear this a lot. And I say, you're not your child's teacher. You are the the guidance counselor. You're the leader. You're you're your child's um, uh, uh, you're your child's pastor. You're the parent. All you're doing is leading the child to learning Mm -hmm. and the child is the learner and the child actually. So I I call it self-teaching because my daughter taught me this is you, you 
you're the child is teaching themselves. Mm-hmm. You can't teach anybody anything that they don't actually choose to learn. Mm-hmm. And we were all there in school. Teacher, will this be on the test? Because I'm only going to learn what I need to know to pass the test. Right. And even then, I haven't really learned it. I memorized it, and I'm going to forget it literally when I walk through the door. That's right. Two weeks later, if you have the same test, you'd fail. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So... So that's the paradigm of edu- that's that's what passes for education today and that's not what education is. Mm-hmm. And so many people I talk to on the plane here I talk to a guy I'm like so what do you do and he told me what I said did you go to school for that he goes no. <laughs> I go what did you go to school for it was like something completely different. He said but that was just to get the that get my degree. And I said yeah and what are you doing with your degree? Nothing. Right. And and yet the whole system says, well, you got to get a degree and you got to go to to classes and you got to, you know, the system itself is a perversion of education. Mm -hmm. It's Mm anti-education. And that's why you should watch my TV show on Epic TV called Schools Out with Sam Sorbo. And really, when you when you contact people initially and you say like this guy on the airplane and you're like, you know, what's education? Yeah. You know what? We don't know. We don't even know. There's no there's no definition for it anywhere because we somehow we have stopped being educated and we just got schooled. That's right. We're Everybody's all schooled. schooled. Yeah. And, and so, I call it school injured. Yes. <laughs> We're all school injured now. We're all school injured. Hey, speaking of school injured, you're here at Friendly Planet at the Homeschool Resource Center. That's right. It's been What do you think? I, I think it's an amazing it's an amazing gift that you've created here for families. And what I'm seeing is that that you're you're offering parents a different paradigm so that they can envision a different form of education. Uh, it, no, no, par- pardon me. They can envision true education as opposed to what the school has set up mm-hmm. to to define for them as education. And once they once they are allowed to open their eyes a little bit to that, I think that's when it starts to click for them, mm-hmm. and they go, "Oh, I don't have to know everything." Right. I don't have to like, and that's what I tell people. Well, well, you know what, what the great thing would be if you don't know everything. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't know enough. That's awesome because then your child will come to you perhaps and say, I don't understand this. And you can say, oh my gosh, me neither. Right. Let's go Let's discover together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can model for your child how to learn because mm-hmm. you're learning. Yep. And you're, and you're always learning. And you're always learning. Yeah, I mean, heaven forbid that you think you know everything, which is what our <laughs> that's what the education system sort of gets us to believe is yeah. that, oh, I'm done. Now I know right. everything. Right, I don't right. need to learn another thing. Right, right. When we know that the, that mm-hmm. the opposite is actually true. Mm-hmm. The education system has been lying to people for decades. Mm-hmm. And we are so unaware aware because we're so used to being lied to and we don't know that we, we don't know it's a lie and we've been schooled that's right yeah. so yeah. um and it comes back to that i feel like there's so many things that are happening around us right now that if we could just get our get our wrap our arms around the importance of education that so much of what we're struggling with right now if you boil it all down if you take away uh, all these things that we're dealing with that are really just uh, fruit, but the root, if you can get to the root, we look at all this rotten fruit and we're like, oh my goodness, there's a rotten fruit over here and a rotten fruit over there. But if you you're take talking all- about CRT yes. and sex, gender education and yeah. all of this stuff that's in the schools, well, that's and, all the and rotten and misunderstanding fruit. Understanding about the, the country, the history of our country, yes. a lack of 1619 projects, that's great. Yeah. economics, socialism, Marxism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Everything's free. Sam, didn't you know that? <laughs> I mean, if, if we could just, if we could just all learn to get along, then money would grow on trees and I would give you my trees money 
and you would give me well, the Well, the money government that you certainly your- oh. believes that money grows on trees because they're spending like drunken sailors. They are. And, and truly, I mean, as you and I, we were talking about this last night over dinner. If you look at what's happening in the Congress right now and you look at what's happening in our churches, these are all people who are products, by and large, of our public education system. Absolutely. Yeah. That's And that's our problem. Yeah. And that's why uh, my whole thing is it begins and ends with education, and that's why my whole passion is to and, – and here's the thing, Heidi. Yes, we're talking about education, but really what we're talking about is the family unit mm-hmm. because our education system is, is designed – whether whether it's on purpose or not, the design of the school and that result is to break down the family yeah. unit, and it's working, and and we see the product of that, mm-hmm. and so that's that's partly what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. and what parents understand when they exit the schools is that there's a whole different paradigm out there mm-hmm. that's so much more joyful and rewarding mm-hmm. in being part of a family and growing as a family. Yeah, it's so true. And uh, we're going to take a break in just a minute. But uh, when we when we come back, I really want to talk to you about something that you said as we were meeting here this weekend. Was it brilliant? Really, it was so brilliant. Oh, good. It was so brilliant. And she says <laughs> things brilliantly only every once in a while. So when I catch them, yeah, you got like to be listening very closely. Like it's like on the show. a blue moon. You guys want to hear it once in a blue moon. We'll be right back. Did you know 37% of Americans cannot name a single freedom out of the First Amendment and 74% cannot name the three branches of government? No wonder we are experiencing tyranny in America at levels many of us never thought we would see in our lifetime. Well, my friends at Patriot Academy recognize that an educated citizenry is absolutely essential for our survival as a free people. This is why their mission is to inspire patriotism, equip citizens, and educate a nation to live out their freedoms. They also know that freedom is not a boring subject, especially when comedian Brad Stein, God's comic, is in the mix. Well, starting April 11th, Brad Stein, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and America's Constitution coach Rick Green will be bringing the Comedy and Constitution Tour to cities across Texas. Join them for one-of-a-kind edutainment that's going to educate, entertain, equip, and inspire your family to accept, protect, and purposefully pass on the torch of freedom. Learn more at patriotacademy.com forward slash Texas tour. All right, you guys, we're back. This is Heidi St. John. This is Off the Bench, and I'm here with my friend Sam Sorbo today. We're talking about education and really uh, what the schools have done to injure this country, and they're injuring families, injuring children on the regular. Uh, we've been talking, you know, at my podcast for years and years and years now about what's happening in the schools, but you said something about realizing that the schools were going to steal something from you. Oh, yes. And I just thought, I, I, I wish that every parent in America could hear that because that's what's happening. Parents are having something precious taken from them. Yeah. And you realize that early on. Thank yes. God. Yeah. So I pulled my son out of uh, second grade and I started home educating him. And it took me a couple years to finally understand that it really isn't about education. Right. It's really about your child's soul. Mm-hmm. Relationship. The relationship that you have with that child, the family bonds. Uh, it's, it's about the personalities Um, and, and what I realized is that the school was going to rob me of a relationship with my child Mm -hmm. and it was brought more home the, the, the farther in I got. So it's been well over a decade now. And, you know, I speak publicly and I travel and I've written books and 
I tell parents, I try to cast a vision for them Mm -hmm. of the relationship that they can have with their child if they're only willing to invest. Mm -hmm. And it's not even a a high investment. We put such a high value on me time. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you something. You want your me time now, Mm -hmm. you will have your me time later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you won't want it then. Mm -hmm. But your kids won't come home and visit because you won't have built that relationship. Mm -hmm. Now I can't get rid of my kids to save my... No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) No, but I think that's actually beautiful because you and I both have uh, still some teenagers at home. Most of my kids are are grown and gone and you're getting to that that point too. But the beautiful thing is these adult children, these young adults and these teenagers are actually a delight to have. And we were lied to as young people. We were lied to as young parents. When the churches told us and the school told us, oh, that's going to be terrible. The teenage years, you are going to hate that. Oh, I mean, I remember. You are going to hate that. Here, let's help you. When I had three teens, so often people would say, oh, teenagers, am I I right? You know, and I'd be like, no, I I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I homeschool. So I would tell people that on any given evening, my my husband travels a lot. So I often will just go to bed early and be on my computer. Mm -hmm. And on any given evening, one of my teens will come softly knock on the door and just come in and sit on the end of my bed just Mm -hmm. to pour out their, their Mm -hmm. day to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they're, that they're, you know, quoting Shakespeare or Milton or whatever. They're telling me their silly teenage stories Mm -hmm. But it's, it's important. It's important to them. Yes. And, you know, I shut my laptop yes. and I put it to the side, even though, yes, I've got work to do and mm-hmm. I'll finish it later mm-hmm. because because, my gosh, mm-hmm. what a compliment to me yeah. that my kids want to know what I think, mm-hmm. want my input, maybe, mm-hmm. or just want me to listen, just want me to listen. Mm-hmm. What a blessing to me. And that's what parents don't understand. They're giving up. Yeah. Well, and we've been told to give up. Right. Yes. So we've we've been trained because we were schooled. Yeah. Cause, right? So my parents dropped me off at school. I came from a broken home. Yep. And my parents dropped me off at school Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, I got dropped on the Wednesday night. I got dropped off at youth group. And on Sunday mornings, I got dropped off at Sunday school and Sunday evenings dropped off at youth group again. And the and parents have been taught for a long time. You were dropped a lot. <laughs> that's why I like her so much. That's why we get along. But truly, uh, when parents are taught that that's what you do. You yes. leave it to the other people. So I don't and blame your the job parents. is to make sure that they've got food and a place to sleep. Right. Yeah. And, and, and basically butt out because the schools yeah. will take care of everything. And here's the thing. So now I say we are an unparented society. Yeah. None of us have had really had the benefits of parenting, of mm-hmm. true parenting. And it's, and it's not our parents' fault because they were also not parented. Mm-hmm. And so... It, you know, starting starting early in the 40s, 50s, kids stopped being parented Mm -hmm. as much Mm -hmm. and then they parented less and then they parented less and then the schools took over more. And pretty soon the school said, hey, we'll teach them about sex ed because that's a hard conversation. You don't want to talk about that. That's awful. Don't do that. By the way, one of the best conversations you can have with your kids, like like that's that's real life. Yeah. Dating. That's yeah. real life. When yeah. your son says to you, you know why I broke up with her mom? Mm-hmm. Because um, dating is for marriage mm. and she wasn't marriage material. Yeah. Then you go, okay, yeah. Th- that's what I'm, there's my goal. I've achieved a goal mm-hmm. because he's got a value system and he values himself. Yeah. And he values other people. Yeah. Well, and I guess, uh, you know, you guys are hearing us talking about, you know, teenagers and 
the importance of, you know, and the, and the joy that it is that your, your kids and my kids do want to come. In fact, it was laughing last night, you know, I went upstairs and got into bed and pretty soon three, three young ladies are sitting on my bed and we're, oh. and the dog too, and the dog too. Right, Cause you spent like a whole day not seeing them yep, yep. and they want to check in with yep, you and they want to check in. And, you know, I guess I, you know, really want parents to understand. And I think what Sam and I are trying to say is that doesn't happen by accident. By the way, it's not free. Mm-hmm. It's you got to sacrifice for that. Yes. You pay for it. You pay for it you in for in it. the in the best possible way. Yeah, and in the times when you just think I can't answer one more question, I, right. I want to be left alone. Right. I really and and you're right. As we are getting older now, I'm looking at my children and I'm recognizing the most precious thing about my life, next to my relationship with Christ, is our family. That's right. And this beautiful thing that the culture tells you, oh, that's nothing. You know, motherhood's right. just this little stopover on the highway to something else. Right. Too bad that you got to raise those kids, but maybe they'll take care of you when you're older. And in the meantime, here's a place where you can drop them off. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and we've been lied to. Yes. And I think that is the fierceness that comes out of you and right. the fierceness that comes out of me because we've recognized, oh my word, if we were lied to, I wonder how many other people are still being lied to and they don't know it. That's right. I, I'm yeah. so aggravated because yeah. they're all being lied to. And the other thing is that the other thing that you learn in school, the school's goal for success, what is the school's definition of success? Money. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the one definition of success. Mm-hmm. So parenting isn't successful. Mm-hmm. Motherhood's not successful. Mm-hmm. Family life isn't, doesn't define success. But they're wrong, of course. That's right. Because it doesn't say on your tombstone, he earned $80 million mm-hmm. in his lifetime. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say he was a great pharmacist. It says he was a family man. His children loved him mm-hmm. or, you know, was devoted to his mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it says who you were as a person. But the school has lied to us and they're in charge of what we think. Yeah. And so you, you consign your children to the school for the school to tell them that you're not important mm-hmm. and that what and that your values are not important. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we were talking earlier today about kids who um, uh, uh kids who who don't have the same values as their parents and uh, what i often say is when when a when you drop your child off at school when your parents dropped you off at school they were tacitly telling you we can't do this yeah. we don't know enough to yeah. teach you yeah. the school knows better than we do right. they are the authority trust them heidi yeah. and they will they won't steer you wrong they'll guide you mm-hmm. because i'm your parent i love you and so I'm telling you that the school knows better than I do. Mm-hmm. And so now you have no authority in the house. Mm-hmm. The first time that the school disagrees with you, you have no authority because you've already signed away all of your uh, author- authorization rights. Well, like, you've signed it away physically and you've signed it away tacitly. Tacitly yeah. in front of your children. Yes, yeah. And so the children go, well, you may disagree with the school, but I already know that the school knows better than you, so mm-hmm. you're done. Well, then is it any wonder that, you know, we're, we're hearing from parents not every day who are saying, I thought everything was going along. Fine. My kid's in a great school. I hear about it. Oh, no, don't oh, even. But not my kid. My kid's in a great school. And then all of a sudden their kid is 16, 17 years old. It's too late. It's too late. And the parents have lost this tremendous opportunity. It's a gift. It's a blessing. Yeah. Family life is a blessing. And I shouldn't say it's too late. But it kind of is. But well, but it's you know, too late to go back. I mean, this you can't what, go back. You, you can't cannot, recoup twelve years old, thirteen years old. You cannot get it back. 
And when uh, when Jesus said, when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. He meant what he said. Yes. And we should listen. Yes. You know, and so it, it's. And you don't even know your teachers. You don't. And that's what we we're you talking about. You drop off here. with a complete stranger. Yep. And you and you've heard that they're a great teacher. Why are they great? Because they keep a bowl of candy yeah. for the kids. And so the kids think that they're great. And the parents just mimic what the kids say, mm-hmm. which is the most, you know, mm-hmm. outrageous thing. Mm-hmm. I know because I, I live that paradigm. And she was a great teacher. And then one day I went and visited her and the fifth grader came to visit and gave her a big hug. And she said, you want a piece of candy, don't you? And so he got a piece of candy. Yeah. And that's why she had such a great reputation. It had nothing to do with her teaching skills. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that there aren't great teachers. No, we don't and, get down on I, teachers. And I think it's important. And I've said this many times, you know, I've got people in my family that are that are teachers. But yeah. they're great teachers who are lar- by, and by and large are very frustrated by what's happening sure. in the school system. They're working right inside a broken paradigm. They absolutely are. And People want to want to you know fire the school board. I don't know if you saw the school boards in three counties. I think it's in Ohio, swept by conservatives. All the Oklahoma woke to you happened, right. happened in Kansas City. Just right, happened. They're getting they're getting them out. It's still not going to fix the system. Well, it won't because it's a top down problem, and so you because these guys are taking their. So you've got the NEA, you've got the Department of Education, you've got critical race theory that's getting all of this uh, this funding from the federal government, and until, less than until we we stop. Uh, taking all this funding and stop listening. I would love to see it be local. I think it's going to take a lifetime to fix the schools. The problem honestly. is that the paradigm... I, I it's wrong. At the foundation is, is messed up. Right. So, so the yeah. paradigm of a teacher having all the knowledge and the student needing to have permission to ask questions mm-hmm. is the wrong paradigm for education. Mm-hmm. That in itself is anti-education. Mm-hmm. So even if you fix the school board, by right. the way, right. all the teachers have gone through the teaching colleges. The teaching colleges are all woke. So even if you have a teacher that's like... Well, I resist that. They still will allow. They make allowances. Well, like in Washington State, it's the law. So conference right, it doesn't matter. Right, the law. So it doesn't matter if you don't like it. Right, right. It's and it's required. in all the textbooks mm-hmm. because they haven't changed the textbooks. So right. all the Common Core is in the textbooks. All the sixteen nineteen is in the text. It's all in the text. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. Like, good on you. You've changed your school board. So you'll change maybe some of the policies in the school. Yeah. But it it still won't. That's a drop in the in an ocean yeah. of problems and the paradigm itself is flawed because the paradigm removes the child from the parents, tells the child that the parents are superfluous and, and unnecessary yeah. and breaks the family mm-hmm. and that breaks the soul of the child, mm-hmm. tells the child that he's a, he's a collection of accidents. Mm-hmm. He's just a series of accidents. His life has no meaning. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to live. Mm-hmm. By the way, survival of the fittest which, as we know, is just bullying. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't bully. Right. What? Right, right. Like, it's all, it's right. it's a completely it's a broken paradigm. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing my conference, uh, June 24th and 25th in Port St. Lucie. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're more than welcome to come. Anybody out there who wants to come in, it's a Friday and, a, and an all-day Saturday. It's called the Your Playbook for Home Learning Conference. So I'm going to give you all the tools you need to look at education in a different way mm. and take on what seems to be the most daunting task, which is actually the most normal and natural task mm-hmm. of educating your children. You taught your children how to feed themselves. Mm-hmm. You taught them how to get dressed, how to go to potty, how to tie their shoes. Mm-hmm. You can keep going. Yeah. You don't need to bring oh, in I an expert. That. I love that. You can keep going. And I really, that's, that's really been the message of the Homeschool Resource Center. That's been your yep. message for so many yep. years. Just empowering yeah. parents. Yeah. They're yeah. your kids. So oh, so excited. that's the name of, which, of my book. <laughs> we've got a few books in studio with us today. So so tell us about this one because... This is the first one. Yep. 
they're your kids because yeah. when I when I started homeschooling, yeah. um, and I realized I realized it's so much easier than I thought it would be, yeah. and it was so much more rewarding than I ever dreamed. That's why I got kind of upset today because I that's when I realized, How oh my gosh, you? they were just going to rob me yeah. of all the joy and the gift yeah. that my kids were, and not even tell me that I didn't even know that that well, was a gift that was it waiting. And you wouldn't even know that. That's you right. It. Right. And that's the problem is yeah. parents don't know what they're missing out on. Mm-hmm. This is what I say. Parents don't know what they're sacrificing mm-hmm. when they drop their kids off. They think that it's just a win. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is a great loss it is a great for loss. a very yeah. small, Return. almost ne- negligible win, mm-hmm. if you can say that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you get to go have well, what is the return mimosas the with your You've got you've got a you, a woke kid who you hardly ever well, saw yeah. who has a completely different ideology than you do and doesn't care about the things that you do. I I can't tell you how frustrated uh, I am. And I, I was uh, interacting with a with a mom on uh, Instagram the other day, which I actually typically try not to do. <laughs> but uh, she was upset with me because I was calling out California Baptist University, which by the way is behaving ridiculously. This is a woke university that's uh, you know, that's parading around as a Baptist, a traditional Baptist university. Well, it's not. So I put this stuff up on my Instagram page and she was like, Heidi, that's not true. And you shouldn't say this. So I just sent her article after article after article. And pretty soon she just stopped talking to me because uh-huh. when I think people realize it, it's, it's very hard to question the narrative. Like you, it have, is. you have to go, Oh my goodness, maybe I wasn't. Do you know why? Maybe I wasn't right. Do you know why? Tell me why. We're taught not to question the narrative, Heidi. We got educated. That's We got, we got schooled. schooled. Yeah. We We're taught schooled. not to question the narrative. Yeah. We're taught not to criticize we our teachers. That COVID. We're Don't taught the narrative. How, right? do they, how do they lock down a country? Well, you know, we're taught to not question full yeah. stop. I mean, full stop. yeah, yeah, it's a sad time. Teach from love. What do we got going on? Oh, this is so then I put this together. It's a school year devotional for families. We go through uh, godly virtues and have a discussion. And the reason that I love this book, it's just it's just small, short pages. And then they're discussing questions because you should be having discussions about important things with your children, Mm -hmm. even as young as four. Why don't we steal? Why don't we lie? Mm -hmm. Why? Why are we kind to people? Why? Why should you answer somebody, uh, you know, politely? Mm -hmm. And then there's always a page at the end of the week for annotations, just Mm -hmm. a blank page. So you can you can write down the crazy things that your little kids say and then I actually use them that. against them later. Yes, this is one of my favorite things about <laughs> this book because I am a huge note taker and I'm a mom yeah, yeah. note taker. Yeah, so yeah. I've been writing notes about you know funny things my kids have said for years. And oh my years gosh, and years. I have a whole book that I want oh, to put together. Yeah, I mean just to embarrass you them. Know what? Motherhood, it's precious. It's such a gift. <laughs> it really is. And then you brought uh, Let There Be Light. Oh yeah. So this film, but you can just go to Sorbo Studios to catch up on all things uh, Sorbo. Clan, Sorbo clan, Sorbo clan, yeah, for education. But if you haven't seen this movie, I highly, highly recommend it. This is this is my heart and soul right here. I co-wrote the movie, um, I produced it, and uh, the whole family, the whole family's in the movie. Although uh, my daughter is doesn't have a speaking role, so if you blink, you'll miss her. Um, (laughs) But it's it's just such a great story. It's such a touching story. It's it's helped. So many people, I get so many emails about this movie. Mm -hmm. And so that's available at Sorbo Studios. And And all my stuff. Whisper Warriors. Well, there's that one. Behind us. I love that book. Which you've come on my show before and talked about that. I rave about it. I quote you all the time. Thank you. Dedicated to the word because that's what they're after. Things mean things. And this is cultural Marxism because they know that if they can change the, the, the language, they can change the culture. If they can make you lie. Yep. If they can make you call a man, a woman, mm-hmm. 
then they own you. It's that it's really that simple. If they can make you lie and we have to be we have to have integrity with our word or we have no integrity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're after our words, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because ultimately it's a fight of good against evil. Yeah, it's it's the attack on family or it's It's a fight of evil against good. I should say it's all of it's all of these things. And we're we're facing it. uh, But if you if you want. If you want any information on the Hope School Conference, I'm very excited about this um, because I'm I you you leave with the playbook. Yeah, you leave. It's like a workbook it's and a you, souvenir. Though. It's not you and a bunch of other speakers. Like, it's me example, and I've got two other I speakers. I didn't get invited. I she's mean, I'm not just coming. Gonna, I'm just going to throw it out there. And some of you guys are wondering, <laughs> oh, Heidi's going to be there. No, she's not. But I'm planning to Heidi show her video. Oh, good. Sam, this has been so much fun, and I was going to quit at 20 minutes, but I can't because you're more fun than a clown on fire. So (laughs) (laughs) would you be willing to come back tomorrow? Let's pick it up where we left off. I have a funny feeling we got a lot more to talk about. No, I'm kind of done. She's busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course, I'll come back tomorrow. Awesome. That's great. You guys, come back tomorrow. Join us. I'm going to pick this conversation up where we left it off. You will not want to miss it. The amazing Sam Sorbo. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.